Narina Fisser is onto the, on the line to us. She's a strategist at ETF South Africa. Narina, thanks for your time. Good morning. Good morning, Gashin. Good morning to all the listeners. So just as we thought we emerged from the worst of the Rand depreciation story, it's once again hitting us again. We're crashing through that 16 Rand to the dollar level. That, that only happened in December last year when we changed finance ministers three times in a week. What made it crash yesterday? Um, I think fears of another change in the finance minister. Um, you know, I think this is for me a classic example of South Africa's um, South Africa leading the world rankings on scoring own goals. Um, you know, it, it, it almost seems impossible to believe that um, the public spat that is going on between the Hawks and um, Pravin Gordon can be allowed to continue, considering the environment in which we find ourselves. You know, they spent um, a week last week um, trying to um, placate investors globally to explain to them that South Africa is fiscally on the right path and, and really trying to avoid this, this pending um, credit downgrade that we, we seem to be staring in the face. And despite all of that, there seems to be very little support back home for Minister Pravin Gordon in, in this important task that he's got at hand. Um, so yes, yesterday really I think was a reflection of domestic issues more than anything else. Um, we've got the team of Moody's arriving today and, and this is really the last thing that we can afford at this stage. So the latest weakness in the RAND, very much a, a South African or a domestic issue, unlike many other times that we've seen in the past where the RAND is really a reflection of what happens in, in many other currency markets. This one was very much about the South African um, uh, uh, problems that we are facing at the moment. Uh, at Yuxay Bank in, in Denmark, an economist, uh, Ruin Hayskove, said it is a cause for concern, but they're absolutely pricing in that South Africa would have this possibility that Gordon may, be, may not be staying in his job. You, you pointed to Moody's being in the country today. I mean, what are, you, are you thinking that a downgrade is likely? And is Gordon going to be kicked out of this position? Is, is that what the market sentiment is feeling? You know, that seems what the market is pricing in at the moment. Um, one would, would certainly like to think that that is not uh, a reality, that that is not on the cards. But we fail to see the decisive action that will lead us to believe otherwise. So with the team from Moody's arriving in South Africa today, um, I think it's important to see this in the context of where we are at the moment. Moody's is still one credit rating um, rank above uh, Fitch and S&P. So even if Moody's were to downgrade us after the, the visit that starts today, that will only bring Moody's in line with the other two ratings agencies. So, um, you know, when we talk about a downgrade, we need to be quite careful about exactly what it is also that we that will be downgraded and, and what position it leaves us in. Of course, this is also not just about the South African credit rating, but it is also about many of the parastatals. So it's also looking about the impact that it will have on the cost of debt of the likes of Sanrel and, and, and many of our other state-owned enterprises as well as parastatal institutions. Um, I think what we, what we also need to just think about is that um, when we talk about the path of leading towards a downgrade, this is not something that happens overnight. I don't think that we will find ourselves in a position where South Africa is downgraded by the two agencies that are required in order for this to really start having a direct impact in terms of, of foreign investment flow. Um, we might find that by June we have been able to avoid a, an immediate downgrade, but I think by December, unless we have a significant change in path, I think we are very likely to see the first of the agencies start with the downgrade. 
Having said that, unless we can actually sort out the issue around the finance minister and the standing that we've got at the moment, I think there is a very real likelihood that this path of of downgrade will be accelerated significantly. I mean, some politicians may may come out and say, well, this is not a unique story in South Africa. Other emerging markets are facing similar pressure. We just need to look at Russia and Brazil when it comes to them looming on the horizon. There could be a recession for those two rather big economies, which we're part of because we're part of BRICS. And then we've got China, that former powerhouse, not growing as large and as quickly as it had in the past. So, you know, some politicians may use this opportunity to say it has nothing to do with those decisions that were made around the finance minister or the spat with, uh, with, with, with the hawks. You know, unfortunately, I don't agree with that view. Um, there is a lot that is beyond our control, and certainly what's happening in the global economy and, and certainly in the likes of China does have a direct bearing on, on the economy in South Africa. But there are a lot of things that can be done and needs to be done internally for us to, to, to really put us on a stronger on a stronger path of, of economic growth. Um, and, and, yes, looking at Russia and, and Brazil is very important because I think it does paint a picture for us of what are the consequences of having uh, having us downgraded. And probably the most important impact for us in South Africa is going to be on the cost of debt. In other words, what portion of government's budget has to be attributed and spent on paying the interest, just the, the cost of the debt that we've got internationally. And every cent that they have to spend additionally on, on interest um, and debt repayment because of rising cost of debt means one cent less that can be spent on important issues in South Africa, whether that be a welfare grants or whether that is infrastructure spending. It's, it's really about the, the government has got a, a limited amount of money available to spend. How much of it are you going to have to spend on repaying debt and how much therefore is left to really spend on the true issues in South Africa that we need to address? That is why this credit rating is so important and we, why we cannot afford to be complacent and, and act as though this is nothing of our concern. Narina, s- smart people like you tell me that, that you know we really should be looking at what's happening in the bond market and, and taking some attention away from what's happening in the Rand and Moody's and the rest. I mean, w- why do we look at the bond market and, and why is it so crucial? The bond market is often often the one that really gives us an indication of what the market is pricing in in terms of it. And similarly to what we saw in December, and you referred to it earlier on, what we saw in December in terms of the both the RAND week, we also saw the bond yield spike. And that spike in the bond yields means that the prices of the bonds are falling quite sharply. So similarly as a weakening of around 3% in the RAND yesterday, we also saw bond yields um, spiking and therefore prices falling by about 3%. And it's really because it's giving you an indication of the market's expectation on what is going to transpire following on from Moody's visit, but also um, how foreign investors are likely to react to the domestic issues that's busy playing out. Nurina Fisser is a strategist at ETFSA. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader.